Let's check out your headlines for today, and we will start with a tragic update to a fire last week in the city. London police say a woman injured in an early morning blaze in the city's east end last week has died. The incident happened around 1.20 last Friday morning along Adelaide Street, just north of Dufferin Ave. A woman was pulled from a home brought to hospital where she was in critical condition. On Wednesday, investigators announced that she had succumbed to her injuries. Officers say there's no evidence of foul play and the woman's name has not been released. If you are in the St. Thomas area today and you spot a group of soldiers, don't worry. Local Army Reservists are taking part in some training exercises near the St. Thomas Armory. Officials say they'll be marching alongside uh, roadsides in uniform with their personal weapons, which will be unloaded at all times. They'll be in a group of about 10 in various marching formations, and they'll have high-visibility vests on, and a safety vehicle will also be with them. Drivers are urged to slow down and pass the groups with caution. There's an interesting new report by Goldman Sachs that says as many as 300 million full-time jobs around the world could be automated in some way by the newest wave of AI that has spawned uh, platforms like ChatGPT. So Goldman Sachs economists predict 18% of work globally will be computerized with the effects felt more deeply in advanced economies than emerging markets. That's partly because white-collar workers are seen as more at risk than manual laborers. Administrative workers and lawyers are expected to be most affected compared to the little effects seen on physically demanding or outdoor occupations such as construction and repair work. The bank estimates that in the United States and Europe, approximately two-thirds of current jobs are exposed to some degree of AI automation and up to a quarter of all work could be done by AI completely. ChatGPT, which can answer prompts and write essays, has already prompted many businesses to rethink how people should work every day. The Goldman Sachs economist wrote, further use such, of, uh, such as AI will likely lead to job losses. However, they also note that tech innovation uh, that initially displaces workers has historically also created employment growth over the long haul. The Canada Revenue Agency, speaking of AI, is going to pilot a new automatic system next year to help vulnerable Canadians who don't file their taxes and get their benefits. So this week's federal budget says the Canada Revenue Agency will also present a plan in 2024 to expand the service following consultations with uh, stakeholders and community organizations. The move towards automatic tax filing, first promised in the uh, 2020 speech from the throne, is one of several budget measures the Liberals say are meant to help Canadians with the cost of living. Experts and advocates have called for this, noting how many vulnerable Canadians miss out on benefits to which they are entitled. A report from 2020 co-authored by Jennifer Robson, an associate professor in political management at Carleton University, estimates 10 to 12 percent of Canadians don't file their taxes, although there are non-filers across all income groups. Those most heavily concentrated were in lower income brackets. The report estimated the value of benefits lost to working age non-filers was $1.7 billion in 2015. And Londoners may be paying close attention to a pilot project being discussed in Toronto. That's because Toronto was once again looking at allowing people to drink alcohol in city parks. 
A pair of city councillors tabled a motion yesterday asking city staff to conduct a pilot program this summer at select parks across the city. They say the motion reflects the growing interest in allowing drinking in parks, which began during the pandemic as a safer alternative to indoor gatherings. City staff are being asked to draw on best practices from similar programs in Vancouver, Calgary and Edmonton and come up with their best solution for Toronto. If the motion is adopted, the pilot project could begin as early as July the 1st and run until October the 9th. Looking at sports, today is opening day in the major leagues. The Toronto Blue Jays open their season in St. Louis this afternoon. All 30 teams will be in action in the major leagues. You can hear tonight's or today's game on 980 CFBL starting at 4 o'clock. The Blue Jays' home opener will be April the 11th. Toronto Maple Leafs lost 3-2 in overtime to the Florida Panthers last night. And the OHL playoffs start tonight with five games. London Knights begin the playoffs tomorrow against Owen Sound. You can hear that game as well as all games the Knights play on 980 CFPL. Checking out the price of gas, you'll be charged on average $1.47.9 for a liter of regular today. That's up one cent from yesterday and three cents from Tuesday. And on this day in history, in 1809, the Labrador Act gave Labrador to Newfoundland. This was later disputed by Quebec, and a final decision was not made until 1927. In 1858, the first pencil with an attached rubber eraser was patented by Hyman L. Lippmann of Philadelphia. In 1874, Louis Riel arrived in Ottawa to claim a seat in the Commons representing Manitoba, to which he'd been elected that year. Riel, a fugitive since the 1869 Red River Uprising, took the oath of office but never entered the House of Commons. In 1935, Newfoundland changed its uh, time to three hours west of Greenwich Mean Time and repeated 44 seconds. In 1939, Prime Minister Mackenzie King said Canada would not conscript men for foreign service. That commitment was scrapped in 1944. In 1954, the Young Street subway, the first subway line in Canada, was opened by the TTC. In 1972, Canadian sailors got a daily rum ration ration for the last time. That ended a Navy tradition dating back to 1667. In 1978, the Ontario government banned advertising that portrayed the drinking of alcohol as a desirable thing to do and reduce the amount of beer and wine advertising a company could place on any radio or television station. In 1987, Vincent van Gogh's Sunflowers, painted in 1889, was sold at auction for the equivalent of $55 million Canadian. The sale came on the 134th birthday of his birth. Uh, in uh, 1998, Judy Bonanno died in an, the electric chair in Florida, the state's first execution of a woman since 1848. Prosecutors dubbed her the Black Widow after she poisoned her husband, drowned her son, and tried to blow up her fiancé. In 2020, organizers said the Tokyo Olympics would be exactly one year after the Games were due to start after being postponed due to COVID-19. Also in 2020, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau announced the funding for people out of work because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Those eligible were given uh, 75% of their pay with a cap of $847 a week. And on this day in 2022, the UN Refugee Agency said more than 4 million refugees had now fled Ukraine following Russia's invasion. The figure was a new milestone in the largest refugee crisis in Europe since the Second World War. Happy birthday to Paula, who turns 60 today. You share a birthday with Warren Beatty, who turns 86. Eric Clapton is 78. 
Paul Reiser is 67, Ian Ziering is 59, Celine Dion is 55, and country singer Thomas Rhett is 33.